It's the SM Experience with the SM Experience. S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. I'm your host, Louise Cha-Cha-Cha-Chonky Gravy. And uh, I'm here with my friends. Matthew Miner. And Stephen Ho-Ho-Holmes. <laughs> ah, mine sounds Christmassy. Yeah, tis the season. Well, it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Stutter time. Louise, yours is because you have a new um, Chia Pet coming out. Yeah, the cha-cha-cha-chonky gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just call him the cha-cha-cha-chonky. <laughs> if you are a new listener, uh, we get mail, fan mail, all the time asking for advice. Um, and uh, we we just dole out advice. So if you if you need anything, let us know. Uh, I got a letter here. Um, would you, when do you guys want to read this letter? It's from Connie Hardfart from Hardfart, Connecticut. Are you making someone else read it because yeah. this question says swampy in it? Uh, possibly. Um, we'll find out when someone reads it. Uh, Connie writes, Greetings and salutations. I find myself to be somewhat of an old-fashioned chap. Lately, this seems to have been quite irksome to my main squeeze. The item that seems to be drawing most of her ire are my undergarments, which, of course, are long knickers of yore. Everything just feels so fresh and breezy. Plus, my balls don't get all swampy and stick to my leg. There it is. She wishes I could wear common... (laughs) She wishes I could wear... She wishes I would wear common briefs or boxers, but I protest. But now I find myself in a doozy of a circumstance because of my choice. My knickers have gotten tangled up in the spokes of my penny farthing, and now I'm stuck ass up in the middle of the park, and late for work to boot. Is there any way out of the situation where I might save face and not have my sweetheart toss out my entire wardrobe and collection of trundling hoops? From Connie Hardfart. From Hardfort, Connecticut. Hmm. See, I almost don't think I'm qualified to issue advice here because I find penny farthings uh, almost in the same category, if not the same category, as unicycles, which are... Just, mm. I detest them. They're in the same category as, uh, uh, what are those things? Bagpipes. Mm. These are just things that one should not own. Oh. Um, so, I don't know. I already, so, you're, you're, team, you're team main squeeze. I'm team main squeeze who probably needs to find another main squeeze, like ASAP. Because mm. Connie, like, I hate to tell you this, but like, what? You're, you're writing us a letter from the park. Where you've fallen off your sad little bicycle from the past? No. No, man. A little side fact. Did you know that the unicycle actually came from the penny farthing when the back little wheel just broke off? And the person kept going and said, hey, this is a great invention. That's also how the trundling hoop was invented. Absolutely. Yeah, the trundling hoop is actually just the back wheel after it broke off. A bunch of kids kept, like, trundling it. And they're like, this is... So much fun. Mm-hmm. This will never be replaced with something trying like to get it. electronic games. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, uh, Connie, Donnie, Connie here has built his whole personality about 
the past. And, you know, I, I think you could still be an old fashioned chap and also rely on the future. It's called steampunk. Yes. You know, just buy yourself some goggles, buy like a, a hoverboard, but put some like brass pipes and copper pipes on it. Mm-hmm. You can zoom around. You could probably still wear the old underwear, but, you know, fashion it with some some cool new uh, Levi's jeans and uh, uh, a vest or a waistcoat and, and some goggles and maybe some, some blonde highlights in, in your hair. Um, but, you know, a mix of the, the, the old and the new, I think. Maybe. And maybe, maybe your girl's into that. Maybe she's watching Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow every night and just dreaming of... Is that a steampunk movie? I don't I know. think so. Yeah. Kind of? Kind, kind of? of? Yeah. It is airships, I believe. About what to do right now with your ass up and the, I uh <laughs> I can't help you there. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about dressing in steampunk, we're talking like leather undies, that kind of thing. The chicks dig it. I realize you already have a main squeeze that you mentioned, but if you're looking for more squeezes, steampunk's the way. Leather underwear, though, will take you from zero to 100 with the swampy ball sticking to your leg. <laughs> yeah, I remember you told me that story one time, Steve. It's, I still recall that. Yeah. It's burned in my mind. What do you guys think um, like a... old your underpants look like? Are those like those ones that are like kind of like balloony? I think so. Like knickerbockers? It's got Patrick Ewing on it. Well, Connie, it sounds to me like you're living in the pasta and you need to uh, update, Mm. update, you know, you got to update that sauce, update that sauce. Yeah, you got to be meeting us in the present, you know. Is that, is that where we got to on that one? Uh, no, I don't think so at all. That's what you're saying. Yeah, Steve is saying embrace steampunk. And And then you echoed mm -hmm. that. I didn't have any good ideas, so I just echoed what Steven said. You know, that ties in nicely to our theme today, which is stupid is as stupid does. What is the stupidest thing that you can think of, Steve? Right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> stupidest thing my mind went to was <laughs> a really dumb um, thing that I don't think can happen, but... It's a worry of mine from time to time when I'm at my parents' house in the in the back, um, the one bathroom, they have like a plastic toilet seat. And so if you if it's up, which it often is because my dad uses that one more often, if you go in there, you have to knock it down. And uh, if you don't just push it down, it'll just go slowly. But my fear is, um, you know, sometimes it gets swampy. And if your balls are sticking to your legs, they're drooping a bit more. And sometimes I'm worried I'm going to sit down and my balls are going to swing under the the, the 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 lid or the seat. And I'm going to sit down and squish them in between the bowl and the... And I don't think it's possible. I don't think my balls droop that much. Um, but I know sometimes maybe on a hot hot day, I've been out running. And they're really trying to cool off. So they're hanging, hanging low. They're drooping. And uh, sometimes you got to go. And uh, so... That's pretty stupid. <laughs> I was just going to say sea cucumbers, but that's much better. <laughs> well, I'm glad we took that turn of events and that you feel so comfortable <laughs> talking with your friends. Uh, yeah. yeah. Love you guys. 
<laughs> it's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. Um, so today, you know, like, like most um, episodes of the show, episode 36 has to have a sketch in it. And uh, today's sketch is called, You Wouldn't Want It? We're inside a motel lobby. It's the nighttime. It's Christmas Eve. A few strands of blinking and mostly burnt out Christmas lights hang above a small concierge desk. A little poorly decorated tree sits crooked on the counter. The concierge, Donald, sits on a stool behind the desk and has his head resting on the counter. A married couple, Joel and Karen, enter with their suitcases. Joel, why are we stopping? My brother's place isn't that far. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't like the look of the weather out there. It's barely snowing. You know it can turn on a dime, Karen. Remember vertical limit? Karen rolls her eyes. I'm sorry, hon. I just, it's, it's just been a long day. I'm exhausted. You know, I can't wait to get to your brother's and catch up with the Dugmeister and uh, hear all about how underdeveloped my delts are, but I, I could just, I could just use a break. Okay. Okay. Karen and Joel exchange a look. Joel reaches out and hovers his hand over the concierge bell for a moment before instead poking the concierge in the head. The concierge sits up quickly. Please, Santa, have a good boy. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have zonked out there. Towels? You guys need some towels. No, uh, no. We, uh, we would like a room for the evening. Okay, just let me... The concierge quickly types on his computer. I'm sorry, we have nothing available. Nothing? Yeah, I'm sorry. It is Christmas Eve. Right. Huh. Christmas Eve and nowhere to stay. That sounds familiar. Uh, um, we got a tool shed. There's a fox living there, though. He's a real menace. Snatched my grandma's iPod Nano. 20 gigs of Goo Goo Dolls gone. I think we'll pass. Joel, Hunt, stop comparing us to the baby Jesus. We'll just go to my brother's. He's probably dying to tell you about his crypto investments. Right. Can't wait to hear more about bra coin. There's nothing available at all. Well, there is one room, but you wouldn't want it. No, it's perfect. We'll take it. Wait a minute. No, no. Why, why wouldn't we want it? What's wrong with the room? Are there roaches? Oh, God, bed bugs? Is there shag carpet and tacky drapes? Oh, no, no, nothing bad like that. It's just, it's haunted. Joel and Karen exchange a glance. When you say haunted, do you mean by past regrets or unrequited love or lost passion? Uh, no, I mean more in the traditional sense, like haunted by a phantom or a spirit or possibly ghoul. Right. Uh, could you give me and my wife a moment? Joel and Karen move away for a little side conversation. <clears throat> what do you think? We can't stay here. Why not? You've always wanted to do one of those haunted hotel tours. Yeah, but not now. I want to get freaked and freaky. In the summertime, after a few too many mimosas. Not at Christmas. Well, we can get slammed on some eggnog. Nothing like getting spooked with a belly full of dairy and rum. Karen is intrigued by the idea. They walk back over to the concierge desk. Kind of spooky, haunted things go on in the room. Is it just like weird noises, things like that? Most of the time, yeah. Noises, creaks. Occasionally, the walls bleed. Mm, I don't know. 
Oh, come on. You make noises. Your knees creak. Occasionally your walls bleed. And do you enjoy being around me when that happens? Of course. What did you mean when you said most of the time? Oh, well, there is actually just always one day every year when it's worse. And what day is that? Um, Christmas Eve. Oh, today. Yeah, Christmas Eve. That's when the bad things happen. Bad things. Okay, could you just give me a moment with my husband? Karen drags Joel away. We're not staying here. Not tonight. We're going to my brother's. His DJ friends from high school are already there, and they're getting ready to spin their new Weedcore folk pop album. Oh, fun. So fun. That sounds amazing, and I'd be so bummed to miss that, but... We're already here, and I'm zonked, and gosh, weather looks like it could really turn at any minute. That's true. Did you ever see Vertical Limit? Joel points at Donald. See? Karen shakes her head. Joel turns back to Donald. What kind of bad things happen? Well, Christmas Eve is the anniversary of a terrible murder that happened in that room. So if anyone stays there on Christmas Eve, they die. Oh. Huh. Joel looks back at Karen. She makes an I-told-you-so face. Joel turns back to Donald. Every time? Well, it's only happened twice, so it could just be a coincidence. Joel turns back to Karen. That's not bad odds. Hey, this could be a Ghost of Christmas Past situation. We could wake up better people. We could wake up deader people. That won't happen at my brother's. No, we're not that lucky. Were they old people? Nope, young couples. Whole lives ahead of them. Joel's iffy on it. Is it, a, is it a bad death? Hard to say. Doctors said the victims experience so much terror and fear that their hearts literally explode. <clears throat> and their lungs pop. And their brains melt. And they poop. At both ends. Joel looks back at Karen. You have been constipated. She smacks his chest. Thank you for your time. Joel picks up his bag and starts to follow Karen out. He suddenly stops and pulls his phone out of his pocket to read a text. Oh, hey, my sister's plans changed and she can make Christmas after all. She's already at your brother's and has a slide projector set up with photos from her kombucha cruise. Karen fakes a smile and drops her bag. She looks past Joel to Donald. Is breakfast included? And scene. Very nice. We all have that. Uh, Relative who's... Relatives, right? Relatives, yeah. Well, tis the season. Ball talk. This is where we catch up with the world of sports. Oh, and it's so really where uh, Matt and I shine. Uh, this is, as some of you will know, we are absolute experts. Huge. Huge. I We watch sports all the time. We are very well up to speed. On sports. Aren't aren't we, Steve? You guys have like a block of like eight TVs Mm -hmm. with different sports all the time. All the different ESPNs, all the TSNs. Yep. Yep. Fox Sports World. All of them. You guys, like, it's, I'm surprised we've got, you know, been able to carve out any other time for this podcast because you guys are so into sports. Well, you said you wanted to record this and I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of watching sports at that time, but here we are. It's hard to tear you away. It's hard to tear you away. Yeah. Um, but I've got some, I want to get some, I, I, there's some There's some sports stories going on in the like six months since we've recorded a podcast. 
Um, so I'm going to get you guys. I'm going to get some of your guys, you guys, your guys' thoughts on what's going on. Yeah. Um, we're going to start with the NBA. Of course, uh, NBA season's off to a start. They've got the in-season tournament, which is a new thing. But uh, biggest development, you know, hey, Victor Wimbanyama, he's making an impact with the Spurs, but maybe not as a big of one as the seven foot three center was expected to make. Is Chet Holmgren more likely to take Rookie of the Year and get the Thunder to the Western Conference Finals? Pass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Victor's, he's known for making those passes. Yep, that's what I meant. Absolutely. Pass more. That's what, that's what you meant? He needs to pass more? Yeah. And I think he's gonna. Because I mean, he's for- the rookie bringing the Thunder yeah. to, the, to the lighting. Uh, and that means he's when the the thunder passes through. That's what causes no. The lightning causes the thunder, and then it, it passes the yeah. um, uh, the ball, and that's what gets into the net. That's basketball, baby. That's, that's <laughs> I can't put it any cleaner than that. That's showbiz. The Clippers acquired James Harden from the 76ers, and while on paper they look like a super team with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and now Harden. They certainly got off to a rocky start with him joining the squad after going 0-5 with Harden. They are now, oh, I meant to fill in what they are now with the record, but they're on a winning streak. Um, they've been on like a yeah, good three-game streak. Are the Clippers finally back to contenders? See, this is what I've always been saying. The Clippers, they just needed to get those nails shorter. You know, they're always clicking and clacking around. They had those large talons on them. Mm-hmm. But now that they've actually clipped them off, they play so much better. Yeah, and who knew, you know, a team full of seniors could do so well, you know what I mean? Like, just a whole team of, of you know, more than 65ers, yeah. 76ers, okay? And they just play so well for being so old. Yeah. It's amazing. I hope when I'm 76 that I can play that well. It's just amazing that they can play so well. And they look so young. Inspiring. You would never know that mm-hmm. they were a team of seniors. You would never know that. No, I could have sworn no. someone looked like 20-something. Yeah, I would not give them a senior discount. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. You're like the youngers. Yeah, I'd definitely make them show some ID. You guys just, gosh, know your sports. Yeah. All right, one final question here for you guys. We're going to the NFL. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a tough year for some guys. We got Joe Burrow is out with a wrist injury. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles in the first game of the season with the Jets. It's been a bad season for devastating injuries in the NFL. But who would be more devastating for the Chiefs to lose right now? Patrick Mahomes or Taylor Swift? The thing is, I think you can, if you lost Taylor Swift, you can find her. Like, She's enough stands that, like, they keep track of her every movement. So, no, that wouldn't be that devastating to lose yeah. Taylor Swift. You can, you'll find her, trust me. The internet mob will find her. Let us. Yeah, she's so sparkly. You can see her right. from miles away. Yeah. Like, like Edward Cullen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny how she really leaned into that whole, like, vampire chic look. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing. The one thing about Taylor Swift, she really leaned into that whole. Twilight vampire chic thing. Yeah. yeah. She's so inspired when she loves all the sparkly vampires. Matt, you must be loving Taylor Swift dating Travis, or was it Travis Kelsey? Or the other Kelsey? One of the Kelsey brothers. <coughs> I mean, combining your two loves, Taylor Swift and sports. 
Yeah, those are actually my two favorite things in this whole wide world. Sports, Taylor Swift. I know her entire back catalog, and I know everything there is to know about yeah. football. So those worlds coming together. What's your favorite Exhibit. Taylor Swift song to play when you watch the sports? Um, yeah. You know that one song is like, um, <coughs> oh, I'm listening. To, you guys know that one is like, you guys know that one? You know that one that's like, sorry, this mic isn't working very well. Um, here, I'll try to get no, it. Like, we'll have to get that checked. I, I, I don't I don't I, I maybe don't. Is that Maybe an earlier one. I don't know that one. Yeah, that's an early one. When before she became Swift, when she was more like Taylor, Taylor Slow. Right. Well, the song that Matt was trying to sing back mm. there was probably "Shake It Off." Yes, that was the one. That was the one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think uh, she she just wants to sh- to shake it off. That has been Ball Talk. All right. We're shaking it off, but we'll be shaking it on again when we're back with more Ball Talk. Yeah. Ball Talk. Sports. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi. Hi, I'm Uncle Daniel of Uncle Daniel's Monkey Candles. We got all kinds of candles, and you bet you bet your little touch they're funky. Yeah, they're candles. Come to my store, you'll 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 get a whiff right when you walk in the door. Um, we got all kinds of scents. We got gingerbread. Mmm, don't eat it. It's toxic. Bread with ginger. Jesus is major. It smells a bit like a barn, but there's three wise men right in the candle. Also, little bits of frankincense and myrrh and gold, but it's not real gold. Don't tell mommy. <laughs> Whoa, look at this one. We got a light bright. It looks like remember when you were a child and you were, oh, oh gosh. And then, oh, not bright. It's a dark candle. It was painted with phantom black, the darkest substance in the world. Oh, put that on a car. Don't do it. You won't see it at nighttime. That's going to cause some, some doozy accidents. Donkey Kong. Oh, remember that big monkey? Ooh, 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 look at this one. Oh my gosh, oodle of noodles. There's a whole a whole can of noodles in the candle, in the wax. Don't eat them, though. That's toxic. It goes right into the noodles. Do you only think, oh, I can make a spaghetti out of this? Don't do it. <gasps> Taylor Swift, oh my gosh, look at this one. It's like it's like the air tours. It goes through every scent, every every level of the candle. You go down. It's a different scent. Oh, that's Speak Now. Oh, what's this one? Oh, that's... Oh, that's 1989. Oh, look. Oh, reputation. Oh, I just love this one. Different sense. Cheese. Don't eat it. Again, very toxic. It'll make you very sick. A dog can't eat it, though. Swiss cheese. Swiss people. Oh, my gosh. Do you just put... You like this one? You take the wick. You light it up. It's, it's like you're walking through Lucerne. Oh, my God. That guy that was in the Ricola commercial. Oh, my gosh. And even his little... The little big horn thing, you know, that he yells in? It smells like lozenges. Don't eat it again. It's really bad for your throat. Very toxic. Burning Man. It smells like... Um, a whole bunch of hashish, uh, lemonade. It's five dollars down, 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 down by down by the street with a little kid. That's I'm just kidding. It's not. It's free. All my candles are free. Lemonade by the Beyonce album. Mmm. I don't know who that is. The one you put in the bathroom. It smells like any kind of candle you would put in the bathroom. You know, just to to to, to tidy up and and make the poo poo smells go away. <laughs> oh gosh, I just love it. Porky's too. Jurassic Park remastered. Oh, these are my DVDs. I put DVDs in the candles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what am I doing? This is crazy. This one doesn't even have a wick on it. It's just, just a slide. You slide it down to your slide. And then you put a little, you put a little, how are you going to light it? I don't know. Oh my gosh. So many candles. So much fun. All for you. Please come love me. 
ditch it or ditch it. All right, it's time for the segment we call Pitch It or Ditch It. Uh, and this is where we pitch a movie to some Hollywood execs, in which case we've won the game, um, or else we ditch it because we are not quite sure what the hell happened in yeah. the improv. Uh, but today we're we're thinking about making a Die Hard knockoff. Is that right, Stephen? Yeah, you know, Die Hard people think, is that a Christmas movie? I think we all say resounding yes. But you know what else? There was also, after Die Hard came out, a lot of kind of Die Hard knockoffs, stuff mm-hmm. like Sudden Death stuff like speed where there's a guy probably has some family troubles but also he's in a situation where there's probably a bomb and some bad guys so i think we lean real hard into the christmas aspect because some people think chris it's not a christmas movie but i think there's when we're done there's no way this isn't a christmas movie if i may add to that i think one of the best parts about die hard there's a christmas aspect but there's also crawling through vents i think can we combine Mm -hmm. Christmas and movies about crawling through vents. I don't see why not. What about a vent? And tank tops. Yes, and tank tops. A vent technician. It's on Christmas Eve. Okay. And he gets stuck yeah. in the vent. And he, just, he's, he's, he needs oh, to get home no. for Christmas. What's he going to do? He's stuck in the vent. Everyone went home. Panic. He's going to panic. Yeah. So it's basically his, his whole struggle to get home through the vents. I was going to say, let's, let's add some sticks. This yeah. vent. This vent. Um, guy vent technician mm-hmm. yeah the vents the, the vents break down mm-hmm. but where are the vents the white house nice that's great yes um and the reason the vents break is terrorists, terrorists. yeah so maybe he's not in the vents when the movie starts right but terrorists attack the white house by breaking the vent system and the, the i technician... think he is in the vents when it starts i think so yeah, I think that's where he is. He's doing something, and he comes out, and he's like, oh, and they're like, you're the best vent guy in the business. And he's like, hey, somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, all right, I don't want to come back here. I've got Christmas with my family and my my daughter, who's been estranged, and my wife, who's also estranged. Yeah. And there's a new kid we're trying to adopt, but he's got trust issues. And <laughs> if I'm not there, he's going to die because it's his trust issues are so bad hmm. that it's if like his heart will literally break in half. It's not only can you, you can, you can fix a vent. You can also fix a family, but so he's this, like, I don't know. Events are easy. Families don't make sense. That's great. So he's going to go home to Christmas after fixing some vents in the white house Christmas Eve. And then yeah. that's when the terrorists rush in and they take, the president, the vice president, all the Congress people, whatever, they had to take them hostage. And the only person that's not taken hostage is the vent technician because he crawls into the vents. And so he has to yeah. take out the terrorists one by one by crawling through the vents. And it's an extensive vent system. You know, I like where we're going yeah. with all the vents and stuff. Mm. I think we might be ignoring another important Christmas movie, which is Gremlins. Because what if he gets stuck in the vents, but it's actually gremlins? Because gremlins go in vents, y'all. Like, they definitely could, like, be the bad guy here. Okay, okay, okay. So, what I'm saying is, I don't know enough about Die Hard to make a Die Hard knockoff. I've gone to another movie that I know more about. What if the terrorists, they're not real terrorists, but they're just, they're like people who you can't get them wet. 
Right. And if they get wet, they start turning into people who hate Christmas. Mm. Okay. What? There's something. Um, okay. A bad. A mad scientist put something in the water. Ooh. Yeah. And here's the kicker. When the the vent guy has a, an apprentice. Yeah. No, 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 no. The vent guy, he does go home. He fixes the one vent, and he's like, all right, I'm out. I've got my family to, to do stuff with. Yeah. And they're like, but what if we got another vent problem? He's like, hey, give it to my vent assistant. Mm. And he's like, I don't know if I'm ready. He's like, hey, you can do it. And then there is a vent problem, and he goes into the vents. But he kicks the, the sprinkler, and the mm. sprinkler goes off, and the water's in that. That makes people... Oh, okay. hate Christmas and turn into gremlins. Oh, that's good. Okay, so terrorists, it's no terrorists, skip that. But the people in the White House, like the president and the vice president, they get this water on them that turns them into gremlins, effectively. They hate Christmas. Yeah. Is that where we're landing? But maybe. And then it is the guy that guess- is in the vent, and it's his job to... That guy, yeah, comes back. Because he's not just... He's not just a vent technician. He's also a a former scientist. Nice. Yes. What key elements of Die Hard come into play? There's vents. Um, He's trapped in a building. His family's in the building. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Okay. They were. His family was invited to the to the White House Christmas dinner. Oh, that's good. Okay. That's that's going. And now there's gremlin people. And he is fixing the vents at the dinner. He was, and then he's like, I gotta go, and now his rookie assistant, who uh, accidentally kicks off the sprinkler that has the evil gremlin juice in it, because there's someone who has a literal war on Christmas, and he wants to make gremlin people who hate Christmas, and will, the the president... He's got the power to veto Christmas, and that's what the gremlin people are going to do. That's great. So basically, they turn into what every Republican claims is happening every Christmas. There's an actual war on Christmas now. These people yeah. are actually trying to cancel it. Fox News actually has a per- correct prediction for once. It's just it's just about the money, though. Yes, it's a. Anti-capitalistic message, is it? But also capitalistic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what if the way he beats them is by his family? Okay, so the 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 climax, he's got um, he drops in on they're on they're on the roof. Mm -hmm. I think they're on the roof. So then all the gremlins are there. They've got the president. They've got the first daughter. They've got his family. Yeah, and they're like, we're gonna kill everybody he's like no don't do that and then he starts venting he's kept everything pent up Uh and this is something his wife's told him he's got to do more right because he's just too much of a curmudgeon Mm. he's a scrooge and he just starts unloading everything he's like i actually hate vents i wanted to be a, a a tent guy but i my misspelled tent on my application and instead of tents, I gotta be a vent guy, and I hate vents, but I'm really good at fixing them. And I, my family, sometimes I don't feel like I'm adequate. But by him venting, it makes the the gremlins explode. Yeah, that's cool. Instead of instead of unloading a clip full of bullets in them, he unloads his feelings. Ooh, that's very progressive. 
Mm-hmm. I dig this. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry, are, are you pitching it? I think, I think so. I would pitch this to a yeah. Tech I think sure. I think Absolutely. Louise. Why don't Why don't you pitch this <laughs> to me and Matt? Yeah, go. Uh... Yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, hello, Miss Miss Chunky Gravy. Oh, um, is that hello. two C's? Uh, just one. Now, you you guys want a hit holiday film, oh, so yeah. let me paint this picture. We for need you. it. We need it bad. Yeah. From what I picked up on in what we just talked about, my colleagues and I, this is the motion picture uh-huh. of the year, and it's released at Christmas time, which is how you know it's trying to be the motion picture of the year. Mm-hmm. Forget July. This is all the biggies, all the happens, big boys. Okay, now. But if we needed to, could we release it over like a Memorial Day weekend? Potentially, but it is mm-hmm. going to have a Christmas. Now spin. you're talking my language. Okay, so here's what goes down. This is about a man who is wearing a tank top. He has a lot of feelings. <laughs> His family is all mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just like not so good enough. This is what he thinks is happening. Mm. But they're like pretty normal. Mm. Um, his self-esteem is at an all-time low. Are those feelings low. pent up? Oh, he is pent up full of feelings. In fact, he is a vent technician. <laughs> so his job <laughs> is like running parallel to how he feels inside in that mm. his feelings are kept in small spaces. Mm. Then what oh. happens is uh, his family is invited to the White House where he is home alone. Actually, I'm not quite sure that that's what <laughs> If that's what happened. Can you... Does uh, he work for the White House? Yes, he works at the White House. And he's there to fix the vents. And then what happens is... Um, mm. Uh... He's like, oh, my family's here. Uh, there's that 6 p.m. dinner everybody's going to. But then he notices like this little thing in the vent. And it's like a it's like a little buddy. And he's like, oh, that's cute. And then um, it gets wet. <laughs> and it's a gremlin. Uh-huh. Wait, have I got the details right? Sorry, uh, you're whispering to... I'm a studio executive. Sidebar. Um, no, sidebar. I, I don't know why you're yeah. asking me. I'm the studio I need a sidebar executive. with my colleagues. I'm Mr. We don't come up with original ideas. Uh, you see, my name is Mr. Warner. This is Mr. Brothers. We're yes. studio executives. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I would like a sidebar word. With you just keep colleagues. telling us what what your idea is. You just keep spilling what you're talking about. So far, we're on board. Let's see if you're on the right this is, this, yeah. this, is the, this is the moment of pressure in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm pitching the Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and I don't remember mm-hmm. what the... Uh, I don't remember what the movie was. Um. Uh, Perhaps there's some sort of water spill, but it's not really water. Could it be possible that the vent technician was a scientist in his former days? The vent technician gets so nervous that he pees his pants. And, and, <laughs> and then the gremlins are in there. And the gremlins happen. <laughs> And then, why are you why are you peeing your pants right now, Miss Chunky Gravy? <laughs> I've never been under so much pressure in my life. Um, so mm. I, I don't I don't think I can go on. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was a very interesting pitch, Miss Chunky half Gravy. A movie. I guess that's maybe the, the first uh, first act of a movie, maybe. <laughs> okay, so well, hold on, I'll go get my colleagues. 
Do you remember what happened in the other half of the movie? Miss, I remind you again, I am Mr. Warner, and this is my colleague, Mr. Brothers. I feel like I'm in a bad dream. Hello. <laughs> Someone help me. Oh, the movie was just a bad dream? Oh. This is oh. a nightmare. He wakes up and he's, he passed out in the vent, and the whole thing was just, <laughs> he forgot. And he peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing bad happened if I, may have have a, a family. <laughs> if I may have a sidebar with my colleague for a moment Miss Chocolate Baby mm-hmm. mm, Mr. Mr. Brothers um, I think this movie has legs just the legs hey what about this the president gets stuck home alone mm. interesting but here's the twist the president is Joe Pesci oh. and that the, the Invaders is Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Mac- and Kieran yes. Culkin. And Kieran Culkin. Yes. He went to the bed. Oh, I forgot to mention the war on Christmas. But yeah. I'm not you clear. You forgot to mention the war on Christmas? I'm not clear on the majority of this movie. <laughs> I didn't even see Die Hard. It's like, it's like, it's like you fell asleep and we're like... <laughs> Like, you fell asleep on the couch watching a movie, and we're trying. Someone was like, how was it? And you were like, oh, it was so good. Um, oh, man. The first 15 minutes were the best part, for sure. I'm just going to talk about that. Well, did it make more sense after that? Oh, it was a crystal clear plot. Yeah. yeah. No, it made total sense. What happens at the ending? What's the climax? Do you remember the climax? The rooftop scene? He vents. vents. Oh, yeah. He, oh, I forgot to tell them about the vent and the, like his feelings. Yeah, Louise, and then the, the gremlins Louise, explode. I forgot about that. Louise, what do you what do you do when we're doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure. I think I heard Die Hard and vents, and I was like, yeah, cool. And then, <laughs> I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> we're going to have to watch Die Hard. You lost in a vent in your mind somewhere. It freaks me out. Well, I'm going to say that this pitch it or ditch it yeah. was mostly unsuccessful. <laughs> but it's been an excellent episode, and there's definitely a lot in here. Um, you know, thank you so much for listening to episode 36, if I've recalled that correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. 36 of the SM Experience with the SM Experience. We're on YouTube, we're on Tinder, we're on. Uh, Tumblr? Tumblr? Facebook? Facebook. We're on X, Instagram. probably. Are we on X? No. No, we're not on no. X. Um, we're on threads. We're not we're anti-Semites, so we're not allowed yo. on X. Uh, but we're on all the social medias, and you should check out our other uh, podcast as well, The Spooking Minutes. You'll check out The Spooking Minutes. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's got a Christmas episode as well. Uh, so you're going to want to tune into that. Um, but yeah, that has been... The SNM Experience with the SNM Experience. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Man, I forgot to buy you a present. I remember to not buy you a present. This has been an SNM Experience production. Special thanks to Uncle Daniel's Funky Candles and Not Eating Toxic Crap.